news. Your news. Your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now you've been hearing on Live 95 News about how the new preferred route for the Limerick to Cork N20, M20 project has been selected. So how will this impact on us? Well, Fine Gael TD and Chair of the Dáil and Shannon Transport and Communications Committee, Kieran O'Donnell, is on the line right now. Good morning to you, Kieran. Morning, Joe. So the preferred route is a dual carriageway rather than a motorway. That's the bottom line. No, that's not, I suppose, strictly correct. The, the, the preferred route is where they've come with a specific route for the road itself, and that route is very similar to the route that was put forward in 2010, where it's effectively going from uh, Limerick. There's already a 10-kilometre motorway, and then you're coming up onto the Atty Finn, and then you're bypassing Banog, bypassing Charleville, bypassing Buttevant, and then you're bypassing Mallowan into Cork. What they've done is they've they've stated that at a minimum it will be a tier one dual carriageway. It may still be a motorway, and that's the discussion for, and that's what um, TII are now considering as to what precisely will be. Well, didn't the I see con- Jerry Howard, uh, who's uh, a key official in all yeah. of this on television last night, essentially pointing in the direction of a dual carriageway. Absolute minimum will be a tier one dual, dual carriageway. So the the it'll be effectively in, in profile, the minimum they'll be putting in place will be a, a dual carriageway. However, it's still up for consideration that that, it could, that they're still looking at whether it will be a tier one dual carriageway or a motorway. The only difference there, Joe, would be the motorway would, would guarantee that you could travel 120 kilometres per hour. The dual carriageway, it, it would be a discretionary thing as to whether they could put that in place. And it, it would just give, for me... Uh, there's no difference in cost, Joe, and, and TII have confirmed that to me. Between a tier one dual carriageway and a motorway, they, they're exactly the same price. So I, I've, it's something that I want to see coming on to really active consideration. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah, sorry, active consideration right. that it would be a motorway. So yes, yeah, it's, 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 uh, the point I'm trying to make, Joe, is that it's not nailed down in stone. The only thing that's nailed down in stone now is that it will be, at a minimum, uh, a tier one dual carriageway, the top level dual carriageway at a minimum. And there was talks, Joe, would just be an upgrade of the existing one. That's not the case anymore. Okay. Uh, well, D. Ryan, who you know well, Kieran, uh, yeah. is uh, the chief executive of Limerick Chamber, the business body, and she's on the line as well. Good morning, D. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Kieran. And, and, and there, there, D, there's a, a rail element to this as well. Is that not the case? So, I mean, what is your view on it? Are, are you comfortable with what's being proposed at a minimum, as Kieran O'Donnell says, or would you have some concerns? No, we're, no, we're very pleased with what was announced yesterday, the, the decision, as Kieran has outlined to you, that at minimum it'll be a Tier 1 dual carriageway um, option between Limerick and Cork. And then the recommendation, the strong recommendation for the added investment into rail to increase the frequency and to put on a direct uh, connectivity between Limerick and Cork by rail. And then the 80 kilometres of Greenway that we're also going to be getting, which will be a real benefit and, uh, and valuable asset for the local tourism um, and hospitality sector. So we're, we're very I'm, pleased I'm, with what I'm just meant. trying to think about the link, for example, between here and Galway. I mean, there's a section of it that's 100k, right? Yes. And then, yeah. it, then it moves to 120 as you head towards. And I know it doesn't actually bring you to the heart of Galway. That's part of another project. But, but uh, that connectivity is done in that way. Yes. So, Joe, so, Joe, the yeah. question is, it may actually be a combination. 
So yeah. if if you you'll have green signs are are, are put people see are, are a, a dual carriageway. The blue signs are a motorway. So you may have a combination. The one thing we know for absolute definite, Joe, is the absolute minimum will be is to will be a tier one uh, dual carriageway. In many cases, we wouldn't differentiate in terms of profile barred. The speed limits are different. And if I could just uh, do follow up on Dee's point on the the rail. The rail is a very, very sensible uh, solution. They're putting a, a double rail line between Limerick City and Limerick Junction. That will uh, frequency every hour. It will reduce the time frame uh, by 20 minutes. You won't have to change in the junction. And furthermore, there was a, a lot of, uh, of anxiety amongst many of the public and, and farmers and, and residents and landowners where they were talking about two other potential rail routes, which are uh, from Brewery across to Kilona, uh, and also in along the old line uh, along Patrick's Road, which are in private ownership, they're they're now not happening. So the, the, okay. the preferred well, well, solution for I, rail I, I is the Limerick Junction. I want city. to bring um, uh, someone from the farming community in in just one second, uh, yeah. but uh, not to upset you now, Kieran. But um, your good <laughs> friend, the Minister for Transport and leader of the Greens, um, is he not against this still? No, I mean, he, he certainly he welcomed it yesterday. There's a process underway. All I really wanted, Joe, was to ensure the TII could continue with the process. That process now continues. They're now going to do uh, uh, route design. They're going to look at the environmental area, and they're going to look at dual carriageway, tier one dual carriageway versus motorway. This is a real positive news day for Limerick and Cork. We're going to have the two uh, largest city outside of Dublin linked up by uh, uh, high tier one dual carriageway our motorway, and furthermore, Joe, we're going to get our Atlantic corridor going up to Galway. This is something that I've campaigned on for years, back as far as 2016, where I got Shane Ross, the then Minister for Transport, Uh, to give a million euro to get it reactivated. I remember sitting at a (laughs) chamber dinner, I'd say in about 1992, (laughs) and hearing Ed Walsh talk about the Atlantic corridor. Joe, Joe, before my time, Joe. (laughs) 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 Well, Dee, I have to say, my wife said to me last night, as we were talking about this, uh, we've five-year-old said he'll be in college by the time this happens is that is that fair no i would hope not joe and i'm glad you raised it because it's absolutely critical that unlike you know what happened uh, over a decade ago that this project doesn't fall off mm. um off the list now and it keep, this momentum keeps going so it was really important to get that decision yesterday on the options because as your listeners will remember there was a question mark um, over, you know, what's the best route, what's the best way to connect the two cities. And of course, anybody who's in logistics or transport will tell you you can't put a mo- you can't put a lorry on a on a train or down a greenway. And so it's critical that we get these essential road upgrades and that direct connectivity, bypassing the very congested and beautiful uh, country towns on the way in between, and allowing them, re- you know, unchoking them and giving the people yeah. there, the businesses and um, their room to breathe, but also. Uh, delivering that improved safety right. for uh, all of the passengers on the road. Uh, okay. So, you know, uh, we're very happy. Okay, you're, you're happy overall, right? Well, let's ask the chair of Limerick ICMSA, a farming body, of course, John Bateman. Uh, John, how are you? Not too bad. Grand morning. So, uh, grand morning. So, John, you heard Kieran O'Donnell say there that he feels that farmers have been accommodated in this proposal. What do you think? Well, I know oh, I'd say, God. Joe, they must be oh, consulted God. Look, properly. Farmers, yeah. everyone would love to get this new motorway mm-hmm. or this dual carriageway. Farmers are all in favour of it, Right. There is a problem. Kieran said it's gone on for the last 10 years. It's near to 20. Yeah. It's near to 20 farmers. And look, they're the ones that are going to be impacted by these decisions. 
BICMSA is based in Limerick and we intend as an organisation that these farmers are looked after properly. There, it takes a, a dairy farm, some of the finest dairy farms are along that route. Their livelihoods are impacted. It probably takes generations to build up a business of a dairy farm or any farm. And we'll say the NRA can come on and five minutes, the whole thing is impacted. These farmers need to be looked after properly, considering their business. And since this was muted first, farming has changed. Farmers have, have invested hundreds of thousands in their farms. Um, they well, need well, to be a, a minister wanted you to do grain there a couple of weeks ago to sort us out. Uh, yeah, look, I, I, that's all right in different parts of the country. We're really a dairy... It's a bit state. wet here, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is the sunny southeast as we know it. I don't think that's suitable for this this, this area. But but on a serious point, ultimately, clearly, you know, um, the state has a lot of power here. Compulsory purchase orders can happen uh, when it comes to projects like this. Nobody wants to go there. Nobody wants to go there. What I'm trying to say is each case must, must be dealt with on an individual basis because they're all different. Some farmers are impacted in a small way. Others... It, it's virtually the end of their business. So it has to be done on an individual basis. And look, we all but sorry, want But do you mean ultimately, I, I, just understand this, I mean, in some cases, you know, there might be deviations in the route, possibly, we'll see about that. Um, yeah. But, but in, in other cases, are you saying, you know, a, a high level of compensation for the disruption? Is that what you mean, individually? No, I, I'm not saying, what I'm saying is each case, there is compensation and there will be, big compensation and they're entitled to it um, their their livelihoods are devastated like there was a lot of sides of relief yesterday from farmers that thought they may be impacted by this you know and it's not fair to leave them going out like two years ago there was different proposals put up Um, I know one one farming family they were devastated right Um, they got out under the wire luckily but um the ones that are involved, they must be looked after. And the ICMSA intend in following through that each individual farmer is looked after properly. Okay, oh, yeah. all right. Okay, well, look, I, that's, that's a uh, uh, well-made point. Thank you very much to the chair of Limerick ICMSA, John Bateman, uh, to Dee Ryan, who is the chief executive of Limerick Chamber, and to Kieran O'Donnell, Limerick TD with Fine Gael and chair of uh, the Oireachtas Transport Committee. Obviously something we're going to come back to quite a bit, uh, the uh, road project between Limerick and Cork. Call Limerick today now on 461995.